Welcome everyone to a Motive Podcast. This is episode number 60 and I am Shaden Bertnoy. I'm a licensed therapist. I'm the founder and owner of Motive Academy where we do therapy. We have online courses. We got the podcast and we also started our first group that supports the the actual course that we have. So every Thursday night at seven, uh, you uh, can come and have help to process the things that you learn within the course. And if you haven't taken advantage of that, please do. It's it's uh, it's an awesome thing, and we've had some fun doing it. So I think uh, you know a while back I talked about getting little chickens, and uh, there's been an incident. There's been some situations that have occurred that I wanted to talk to you about with these chickens. So we bought five and sadly two of the chicks as we were raising them died and one of them died quite tragically is kind of sad. Um, I thought Kobe might need some therapy with it, but I think he's okay, but it's pretty tough. And uh, so we had these three chickens and they've been fun and they were laying eggs and doing great. And, and uh, Shelly said that uh, she wanted to maybe get two more just to kind of have a few more eggs because in my family, my boys out eat Shelly easily and we go through eggs like crazy because that is like our breakfast of choice. So we eat a lot of eggs and uh, so we just want a few more. So we go and get these these two chickens that uh, from this guy, you know, not too far from our house and, and uh, you know, they're, they're mature, but they're not super old. They're like a year maybe at the most. And, um, but he said they were laying eggs and, and so we took, we grabbed two more. Well, you know, not being the most uh, chicken learned person in my life. I've never had chickens. I had heard a couple rumors that when you put chickens together, that it can get pretty bad. And so a lot of people warned me, they said, you know, when you put them together, you got to do it slowly and you can't just like force this thing to happen. Otherwise, like it's going to get bloody. And if it, if they start pecking each other so much that, that it draws blood, it can get like absolutely deadly. I had no idea chickens could be so ferocious. And these, these three chickens that we had, you know, I kind of, you know, think of them as like tender things. They haven't really been aggressive. They grew up together and are, they, they see, they know our kids and they actually know our dog, even like they're not afraid of any of us. And, and so it was interesting. So we bring these chickens home. One of them's white and the other one is like, almost looks like a pheasant. And, uh, but the pheasant looking one was a little bit smaller and, uh, and immediately, so I put them, we put them in the yard and we're trying to just see if they could free range together a little bit. And I'll tell you what, it was appalling. So the, our biggest chicken, her name is Rose. She was brutal. Uh, so she was, she was attacking the chicken. She was, she was pecking them like crazy. And so we had to separate them out and, and, uh, try to, you know, introduce them a lot, a lot slower. And so then we'd let him out for just a couple hours. And again, this, this Rose would just go after him. And then the other one started seeing what Rose was doing. And so they were, they were, they were pecking at this little one. And, and obviously this, this pecking order principle is a real thing in, uh, in the chicken world, but it's also a real thing in the human world. And, uh, I'm, I'll never forget. Cause I was, I sat on the trampoline that, and I, I had them out and I just wanted to watch them. And as, as I was watching them, I just had this really strong, like just this, like, like it was like, it was weird. It was like this sadness. And, and I, and obviously it wasn't, I don't really care about chickens a ton, but I, in my head, I just kept thinking, 
would you, you're all just chickens. Like, would you, would you just stop? Like, just, it's not that hard. Like you all, every single one of them is a different color. They're different looking. They all have like different features. And, I, and again, in my head, I was just like, would you just please, can you, can't you just recognize you're just chickens and you lay eggs and you peck the ground? Like you're the same. And it's to this, we've had them for like three weeks now and they're finally, like they are getting, getting along finally, but the, they, the one still does get pecked a little bit, but nothing that's like ferocious. It's just kind of like a warning. And as I, as I, I sat there and I just thought more and more about how does this, you know, this just applies so much of how, how much in our world, way beyond race, way beyond gender, way beyond sexuality, it's at a very simple level, we objectify one another. And we, we fail to see that we are all human beings with, with actually like beautiful defects. We have really bad defects, but we also have de- beautiful ones. And they're beautiful because they connect us. But we're all just chickens. And we all just want to have purpose. And here's, here's the interesting thing that happened. Okay, we're like three weeks in. And we were getting like three eggs a day before we introduced these two other chickens. Guess how many eggs we get a day? Like we get like, at this point, we're like one a day. So all five of these chickens, I, I, I've been, I was told by the guy that both of them lay eggs. So, and they're, they're, which means, you know, not every chicken lays one egg every single day, but three eggs a day would be like really easy. Four eggs is, is common and possibly five. That is not, we haven't come close. So in these chickens' hatred with one another, within, within their desire for this pecking order, in their, in their way of just not accepting the fact that they're just chickens, they've lost their purpose. They don't even re, they don't reproduce. They're so busy establishing pecking order, establishing hierarchy, that they're missing the very essence of why they're here. You can see where I'm going this with this, right? We act like chickens all the time. And we fail to recognize we're all just chickens. We're all just human. And we all just want to have purpose. We all just want to do good. And most of us are good. But in our in our comparison to our when we compare ourselves to other chickens, when we compare ourselves to other human beings, we forget how important it is that that we're of why we're here, our motive. You know how I, I long for that other chicken, that smallest one, to just be accepted. Like I I think the principle of focusing on the one is one of the most Christ-like attributes that exists to focus on the one. And I fail at it all the time. But there's there we have five chickens, but it's all it's 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 all it's one it, we have five individual chickens. And four of them haven't accepted the one. And it's it's painful even though they're just chickens. 
because inside of us, I, I hope you're even hearing this story that it's a little bit painful because inside each and every one of us is a deep longing for connection, is a deep longing to be understood, to be known, to be, to be seen. And not just be seen for our good, but to be seen authentically, like for the reality of our darkness, the reality of, of how bad we are at times, and to, to still be understood that way. We want that. You know you do. You know you just want to be real. You just want to be honest. You just want to, you know, you're tired of putting on different colored feathers. And meanwhile, while you try to, you know, fake it and put on other co- put on other colors, you, you've stopped producing. And, and then we get unhappy. We get anxious. We get depressed. We get down. We get, we just feel discouraged. Is it mental illness? 95% of the time it isn't. Most of the time it's a lack of purpose. It's a lack of focus. It's a lack of perspective. You know, these chickens, um, it's neat to see them finally cooperate and, and not want to murder one another, basically. And uh, in the last few weeks, or in the last few days, we've actually, we've, we've had eggs. And uh, there, there's like two or three, two a day. I think yesterday we had two and the day before we had two. And it's a really good thing. And it's, it's, it's neat to see that as they harmonize and as they become reconnected, they start to produce fruit, if you will. And, and so as you're listening, who are the chickens around you, right? Who are the people around you that you, that you need to connect with? Who are the people that you have put in a box and given a label and have objectified, if you will, that have just, you just, you see them at, you, you say things about them. That's like, oh, they're just a. They're just a this, and you fill in the blank. Oh, there's, or they're, you know, they're so stubborn. They're so this, they're so that. Oh, they're just this. Those are boxes. Because the sad part is eventually, if it came to it, you would say those exact things to them. And the other thing that will happen is when you make mistakes yourself, what are you going to say to yourself? I don't think it's going to be very merciful. So then you'll objectify yourself. And when you objectify yourself, it starts to take away emotion. It starts to take away self-love. I'll tell you that for sure. And the more you become an object, the more that you can be hated. The more that, the more that people can use you, the more that people can abuse you, the more that people can walk all over you. Because you don't stand up for yourself. And you're definitely not standing up for other people. And I'm not saying always, but we all do it. There are people in our life that we put in a box and we keep them there to justify our own actions. Right? We, we, we just, we refuse to see their humanity. And I get it. It's not easy. There, there are many people that are hard to love. So just remember this. I'll say this to you too. Because I hope you're not getting offended like, Shaden, if you only knew. And I can, I can hear it from the other side. Like if you only knew this person. I get it. But let's look at the spectrum of love, right? Jesus didn't run after Judas. Judas betrayed him. 
directly and right after he performed the greatest act that's ever been that's ever been done, the atonement in Gethsemane when he suffered for all of us. And then Judas betrays him for the price of a, of a slave. And Christ says, betrayest thou me with a kiss? And he walks away. So did, did Christ hate him? No. But did he, did he run after him and try to get him to change and tell him to stop? And No. So at the, at the lowest level of love, he's like, I wish you the best. But you've broken all trust with me. You've, you've broken boundaries with me repeatedly. You don't necessarily belong in my life. You're not safe anymore. But it doesn't mean I wish enmity towards you. It doesn't mean I wish you to die or wish, wish ill will towards you because that's poison to you. But at a minimum, I can say, I, I wish you the best. And at the very top is to give your life for another. Right? And, and rarely is that literally. Most of the time, it's impartiality, giving time, giving energy, giving muscle, giving, you know, mental or emotional focus to somebody. That's giving of you. It's, it's not a feeling of love. It's the action of love. And as you, so as you are attempting to bring people out of the boxes you put them in, remember that it isn't a black and white endeavor. That means when they're out of the box, you know, have to love them with all your heart, might, mind, and soul and not have boundaries and take them casseroles every night and, and have, you know, date nights on Fridays to, to reestablish everything. No, not even close. That's, that's stupid. That's why Christ would have, that's why Christ said, don't cast your pearls before swine. If someone has done if, if someone's de- demonstrated swine type behavior and swine type patterns where they're not trustworthy, it's likely that's not going to change for a minute, especially if they're not getting help. So why would you go back and just start throwing your, your sacred pearls to them? Right? Don't do that. But it doesn't mean that you wish them to run off a cliff. It means you wish them the best. And if that's the minimum amount of forgiveness you can have, it's good enough. That's amazing. That's a great step of just, I just want to wish them the best. I, I just want them to change. I want them. I, w- I want them to be happy. But I don't have to be the one to do that for them. I think a lot of you listening need permission for that. I think you kind of approach love or service, if you will, or almost like, yeah, even ministering in a way that's like that. It's just all, it doesn't, it doesn't take into account where that other person is at times or where you are. Right. Cause some people, the best thing that could ever happen to them would be distance. There are times when that, that distance is the best thing that could, that could happen. It holds them accountable. It actually wakes them up a little bit. But we all have them, right? And we're all being introduced to chickens every day. And that can be scary to, to walk into a new coop of, of, of hens. And uh, it, 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 the pecking order can feel very real. And in this world, I would say, I would suggest that it, it, it is real. There is hierarchy and hierarchy actually has its righteous places. However, when it comes to your worth, there is no hierarchy. No one is more is worth more than you. 
but in the same token, no one is worth is is worth less than you. That's just the fact. And the the hierarchy or the pecking order that most of us are battling has to do with worth, not necessarily influence or power. Does it happen a lot with influence and power? Yes. Can it get really bad? Yes. But most of us typical people inadvertently get pulled into the pecking order of who's more worthy, who has the most worth. And we use power and we use achievement and we use approval of others and many other things to, to say what that worth is, but it doesn't mean that it's, that it's true. So challenge yourself there, right? Challenge yourself to, to be the, a welcoming chicken, welcome people in, get to know them, be curious with them, ask them questions, really listen, stop talking and listen. And you'll find out how much you have in common with everyone around you, even when you would never guess it. Because the human experience in many ways is so similar. We feel emotion similarly. We actually experience a lot of the same things, especially when you live in the same place as someone. Family problems actually are very similar, right? There are, there are special or unique cases and situations in this world, absolutely. However, if we would open up more and be more presence of openness you would find out that really so many of us are just chickens have a good day